What is a movie that you'd wish for a sequel to? Okay, so it's a a hard thing to choose. Are we excluding movies that got a sequel that we would want an additional sequel to? We would have to. Or I would think a one-off. Yeah, I would say one-off. Okay, so it's just one-off movies. I'd like to make an amendment to that because I feel like if you have like a really great movie and then like... 25 years later, you get a direct-to-VOD, like, fucking movie starring The Miz or whatever from WWE as a sequel. That doesn't fucking count. (laughs) (laughs) So what you're saying is you want a kindergarten cop sequel that is, like, (laughs) canon and legit. That's a perfectly good example, although I never wanted a sequel to that, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a sequel. It's a fail-it. Maybe you were thinking of more along uh, of a... A Havana Nights. Ugh. Yeah, Havana Days. <laughs> God, why is that a movie? I don't know. I haven't seen Fucking it. Fucking <laughs> kill me. I haven't seen it either, but fuck, why? Because of his name value. I guarantee you there's nothing else related. How about a reverse Terminator sequel to End of Days where Arnold comes back as the devil? <laughs> and he's the bad guy. Beginning of the End of Days. <laughs> yes! The beginning of the day. <laughs> the beginning of the rise of the planet of the End of Days. There you go. All right, D-Hart, you want to start us off with your choice? Yes, I started off earlier, and then he did one in between, like, in re- when we reset. So I'm going back to society again. <laughs> it's a ooey-gooey movie that could easily have a crazy sequel. There yes. you go. And there's no there's no reason none of that Sticking shit is, is cheap. <laughs> or is expensive, rather. Like, no. it's just latex and KY jelly. Yeah. Period. See, they should go a route, you know, they release it in the theater, and they go the... Way of the Evil Dead musical, where when you watch the sequel to Society, they just throw buckets of KY jelly on you in the theater. It's a 4D experience. Oh yeah, you make it like a uh, like uh, a Rocky Horror thing. Yeah, where uh, during the orgy scenes, everybody's just orgying. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes, <laughs> actual orgy in the theater. You don't know what's on you, KY jelly, bull semen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say bull semen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, society never got a sequel in it. Man, it's like, uh... <laughs> why did demons? Why did demons have 15 movies and no no sequel to society? Oh, well, it wasn't made in Italy. That's yeah. why. <laughs> uh, but what about an Italian sequel to society called, I don't know. I don't know. Dawn the of the Dead 4? <laughs> <laughs> My sequel is going to be, and I think this counts. Are you uh, going two times now? The other one was just a joke. Okay. I was just kidding. Fine, <laughs> fuck it. That was my answer. I don't get to choose another one. I just wanted to say, because I recently listened to our Dread podcast. Fuck yeah. The good Dread, not the fucking Judge Dread. Dread just plain Dread. Okay, well, I would love a, a sequel to Dread. Because it's a remake, but not really. Because it's actually just an adaptation of the comic book that makes the other movie look like a total piece of shit. Even though it already made itself look that <laughs> Yes. Dread's a good one because, like you said, it's a comic book. There's a billion stories and it can adapt whatever the fuck it wants out of the comic book series and you can make it pretty much with any actor, although I would like to see another one with Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. He's the best Dread. Well, there are two Dreads, Cheats. There's Sylvester Stallone and Carl Urban and Stallone had Rob Schneider next to him the entire time. I'm correct still. <laughs> I think what Cheats meant was that it was almost as though Carl Urban was genetically engineered to be dread because he has a permanent scowl of death and then he scowls even harder than that sometimes. Cheats, 
Lay it on us. What are you going to get a sequel to? And it better not be a fucking... No. Man, this question's kind of hard because, like, there's so many movies that come into mind where I'm just like, it never should have got any sequels, period. So it's like, now all of a sudden I have to toss that logic out the window and actually think of an answer. I'm probably going to go with Big Trouble in Little China. But it have to have been made not too long after the first one. Mm-hmm. Because then we get out of that time frame where the time period works best for that kind of movie being made. Like, if they did a sequel now, it would just suck. I mean, maybe not. John Carpenter's still alive, Kurt Russell's still alive, and, uh, well, Lopan could technically come back, I guess. Yeah. He's a fucking evil sorcerer. Well, we don't even have to do, like, Big Trouble in Little China 2. It could be, a like, Big Trouble somewhere else. Little <laughs> Trouble in Big China! <laughs> <laughs> Say Little Trouble? Yeah. <laughs> out of here it's just kurt russell with minor inconveniences throughout the entire yeah. movie how about escape from little china <laughs> and then kurt russell does a crossover huh okay yeah i can see that <laughs> he plays both he's both characters in the movie together or possibly the blend movie that tells us how snake plissken became captain ron <laughs> there we go <laughs> well he he did it by uh playing hide the sausage in the shower <laughs> Steven, have you had an answer? I do have one. I want you guys to flash back to 1987. Wait, 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 wait. Is it Sepiatone? It's gotta be Sepiatone. Um, <laughs> hmm. Not far enough back. We can put a little uh, Sepia in there. 1987, two years after Arnold Schwarzenegger gets his daughter back in Commando. But in Commando 2, she's killed. <laughs> he has to go on hellbent revenge. Dude, if she was killed, the world would crack in half. <laughs> <laughs> he would just punch the ground and kill all of humanity. You thought a shed full of fucking tools was bad? God. Choir boy. Ar- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger in a fucking Home Depot. Just equalizer, but with Schwarzenegger. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just gonna say, so you're just making the plot of Death Wish with, with equalizer now. I mean, kind of. Okay. <laughs> would any of you guys have been opposed to... Commando 2 in 1987. No, fuck no. Yeah, exactly. I'm not opposed to any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Period. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I'll watch fucking Hercules in New York right now. I'm really surprised, being that we've talked about it before, I'm really surprised Philip's go-to answer wasn't True Lies 2. Well, I've been over it. You know what I mean? Like, the terrorists took True Lies 2, and that's all there is. (laughs) Obviously, that would be called Two Lies. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Two Lies, Two Furious? (laughs) I mean, DeHart's correct, though. Yeah. Motherfucker! It would have been, like, right in the fucking, like, mid to late 90s when that kind of fucking title would have just gotten away with it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It simply, even now, it would simply be called Two Lies. Like, no questions asked. (laughs) I promise it would be. They wouldn't be able to help themselves. Fucking Fate of the Furious. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I think uh, there are many that we could come up with. But we're not going to. So, welcome to Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. And D-Hart. D-Hart, you picked the sequels for us today to continue through sequel September. Yes, uh, I picked Scanners 2, The New Order from 1991, and uh, Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies from 1999. It's Wishmaster 2. Hey, me, Wishmaster. Evil Never Dies. (laughs) I don't think it... Steven, you just watched the first one. Does he refer to himself as Wishmaster in the first one? No. I think that he was just... Just the gin, <laughs> right? was gin. Yeah. 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 Just call me Wishmaster. Yeah, so I had never seen Scanners 1 or Wishmaster 1, so I had to watch both of those to watch these. Mm-hmm. 
and you're welcome. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, actually, both of those are really good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I go so far as to call Wishmaster really good. I fucking like it a lot. I just recently watched it again just to give myself another like refresher on it, and I've kind of turned toward that movie a little more than I than I used to be. Oh, it's cheesy as hell. I would draw a distinction. Between a movie being good and me liking That's it. true. There are some really good parts of that. I mean, I like Waterworld. <laughs> that's a that's just a factually inaccurate statement, but it's actually true. So, what do you guys want to start with? Uh, let's start with Skinner's came first. Yeah. God, it's going to get so old. It's already old. It was old fucking earlier when I got done watching Wishmaster. Scanners 2, The New Order... A scanner discovers a plot by renegade elements in the city government to take power with the help of evil scanners. Alright, well, no. The scanners are being made evil. There's only one... Well, no, there's three evil scanners. There's one, one who's them. just, like, out of his damn mind. Well, All he wanted to do was just play every video game at the same time. <laughs> and they just had to harsh his butt. See, when, he came, when, it, when that guy walks into the arcade, I think... Oh, well, that's a guy with Pac-Man fever. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Then we see that... This is way beyond that. This is full-blown, early-onset Sonic Mania. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Wow. Two right off the bat. Thank Dude, you. fucking Sonic Mania. It was Sonic Mania, because I'm pretty sure one of those games is a Sonic clone with some kind of other bullshit glued onto it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. There the definitely would have been some Sonic Sega games in that arcade, because yeah. it was 91. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, he rolls up in there. He's like fondling children and like being super impressed by the existence of video games. And then he just starts playing every game in the whole motherfucker at the same time. <laughs> Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> he must have walked in there with a million dollars. He just rolls up to a motherfucker and is just like, give me that quarter. <laughs> give me that handful of popcorn. There's a hilarious like look in the guy's face like, man, do I want to... Stop playing this video game. Am I gonna fuck with this guy? He's playing in the middle of a game, and he he like has that moment of fuck. Do I do I give up my progress in this video game to fuck with this guy over fifty cents or nah? Yeah, <laughs> and he chose the correct answer of nah. Yeah. Well, also he would have gotten his head exploded. So there's that. It's clearly the wise choice. He blows up the arcade effectively, and uh, this draws the ire of the New Order uh, guy who's thinking he's gonna take over the fucking. Just the city, pretty low stakes for people who can control minds, but whatever. Yeah. Well, you, you have gotta to start, start somewhere. somewhere. No, there yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, agree. I agree, but at no point is he like, "This is only phase one of my plan." He's only barely bold enough to say he's gonna run for mayor. But anyhow, he recruits him, and of course, by recruit I mean shoots him with a sedative dart. And then they take him to the little factory, the scanner's factory, and show him all of the drugs that he could have. Yeah, there's a particular drug called F2, which is... Hit F2 to very... pay respects. <laughs> <laughs> it's very addictive, but you know. Yeah. That's I mean, what they want him to be. <laughs> well, but also it like mitigates the harsh part about being a scanner which yeah. is that it like causes headaches and like it's hard to focus can make your head bubble a little bit make you a little bit <laughs> slight uh, head bubbling <laughs> i feel like if they're trying to recruit scanners they would have like some sort of drug where the moment you inject it to someone they're not just hopelessly addicted to it they don't care cheats well they don't care but <laughs> i'm also thinking like this is what 91 so this is, this is probably around the time of just like if you do drugs once you do one drug <laughs> addicted for life yeah well so their job is to fucking scan scan monkey <laughs> <laughs> it's 
true. Scan it. They have a little bit of a discussion about the fact that everybody that uses the drug is easier to control and easier to manipulate for the the New Order people. What are the, what's the what is this place called? Like Morse Morse. Is that right? Morse Laboratories. Yeah. Morse Laboratories. So here at Morse Laboratories, they are trying to use these again, use these scanners to take over the city. And to do that, they have to inject them with this drug, but it also basically kills them because it's a super addictive drug. And they only want that, and then they die. It makes their hair fall out. It makes them covered in lesions It makes and them shit. look like the uh, the bomb worshippers from... Uh, Planet of the Apes. The second Planet of the Apes. Uh, yes. God damn it. Why does that movie get brought up so often? Because it's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're talking about weird movies, it, it'll come up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They have a discussion about how they're like, man, we need a pure scanner. Somebody who is not already insane, but still can scan. And, uh... Two can it, scan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Scanners two can scan. So, enter David, who is a veterinary student. And he's trying to hook up with this girl. He's like, check it out. I can heal dogs with my mind. She's like, that's pretty hot. Let's fuck. <laughs> well, first I gotta... They gotta go to like a headphone bar, and he's got to get overwhelmed and run out. Um, it's a silent disco. <laughs> was this ever a thing? Yes, I, I think it was. <laughs> silent disco is still a fucking. thing. It is a thing that exists. It's as weird as fuck as that is. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, it's the weirdest. Also, just imagine like the weird, like awkward silence if you walked into there and didn't have headphones on. Just a bunch of people dancing and just like shoes squeaking loudly. Well, th- that's what I was gonna say. I've seen that in other movies. Dude, that's that's the fun. I I, I feel like I think this is how they all should be. <laughs> if you want to go talk to somebody, you just take off your headphones and then you're in a place where you can talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like hey, it's super. We feel like it's super loud. We're all doing X, but suddenly maybe I want to just ask you if you're a fucking psycho real quick before I take you home. <laughs> This isn't fucking... You know if you're a psycho, you have to tell me. <laughs> this, this isn't Howling 2. Obviously, that's not how you do it. You just ask them a couple of questions, and if they're like, well, ever since uh, my dad died and I became a neo-Nazi, things just haven't been the same. It's like, all right, we'll see you later. You give them the test from uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or you take them back in the back alley, like in uh, Brain Damage, and suck their alien's dick. Yeah. Your dick alien. <laughs> or you take them to a warehouse with werewolves, like in Howling. <laughs> Two, Sheba the bitch wolf, or whatever the fuck that movie was your called. Sister, your sister's a werewolf. Also, that was a... Uh, <laughs> I think I'm right here. Yeah. Well, a was, little it bit. Both. Well, I have so, that song um, stuck in my head from Howling 2 now, so thanks, Philip. <laughs> Cheats is listening to Howling 2. You know, this movie could have really used some... Some pale, pale light of the moon, or something. Because oh my god, terrible. Yeah, fucking piss poor. (laughs) Everything, even the silent disco music is piss poor. That could have just been any popular music, and they still fucked it up. You have to pay for popular music. (laughs) Fucking whatever. Okay, so then what? This movie costs eighty five dollars. Pay for a fucking song, please. Hey, you know what else you have to pay for? Cameras. Are you gonna make it without those? What is it about direct to video movies where they just have? No music options. It's like the moment they say, all right, I need to make a direct-to-video movie. Someone walks in with, like, a box of CDs, and 
you think there's going to be like a bunch in there, and instead it's like three, and one of those is just sound effects, and they're Jeez. just like, this is all you can use. It's called money. They just cut that shit out. Jeez. Surely there is someone no. who like can just like hit some notes on a keyboard, <laughs> uh, just like from forgetting Sarah Marshall. Jeez, or I promise you. Listen, I promise you. We have done many, many movies where people just hit notes on keyboards. <laughs> Not any better. <laughs> the audio is the first thing you, you skip on if you're making a low-budget movie. Yeah, I was going to say, the direct VOD is basically public school. The first thing that gets cut is the arts. Period. Like, no music. <laughs> what a great comparison. It's like, well, but don't we, need, don't we need a soundtrack or like sound design of some kind? And they're just like, no... No. I mean, we would all love to have there to be a soundtrack. I mean, you we'd know, love to have an actor. Do you know somebody in a band? <laughs> <laughs> Is he really poor? Like, I mean, poor like he does drugs in exchange for his job. Can we pay him in hot dogs? <laughs> Two hot dogs. His name is Snot? Yeah, bring him in. <laughs> his name's Puke? All right, he'll do it. So David goes to the silent disco with, with this girl, and he, like, bails out because he's like, fuck, it's too intense. I can't do it. And so it's like... Failed date number one. <laughs> Failed date number two. He goes to her house for spaghetti, and she's like, guess what, I started cooking, and I don't have any sauce. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, fuck, I guess we'll go get some fucking food now. Is the first actual date date where he goes up to her house, is that where he gives her the dog that he fixed it encephalitis? That's, that's the second one. Okay. So, that's the second date. It's like, hey, remember how we didn't have a first date? Well, here's a dog. And it's like, all right, well, I guess I hope this apartment can support that, like, for her pet deposit that she doesn't have. Oh, okay, so you're just giving me a fuckload of responsibility for a president on her second date. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> a second date's ass. He was there for five seconds. All right, one, date 1. 1.5. 0.5. <laughs> Anyways, so they go to the grocery store, and lo and behold, it's the, it's the big city, there's drugs everywhere, a couple of thugs bust in and just start shooting everybody. Well... That don't scan, Monsignor. <laughs> he straight blows their asses the fuck up. One of them he throws through, like, the whole store. And then the other one, he explodes his spine out of his back. And through the top of his head. Oh, yeah. yeah, basically. Like, his spine starts coming out. And, like, I described it to Steven as if, like, squeezing a tube of toothpaste. Like, he just kind of stares this guy, like, across the store. And then, like, his spine starts coming out. And then he lays down. And then the top of his head just... Blah! Just yeah. out, out of it. Like, it was pretty cool lane. looking. It's good effect. Yeah. Cheats' description just now of what happened reminded me that perhaps everybody doesn't know what the fuck a scanner's is. So it's basically being a scanner. It means you have psychic powers. You can read minds. You can explode heads. You can use telepathy. You can put yourself inside of someone else's head and control them. You can just tell somebody to do something and they'll do it if you concentrate hard enough. Basically, it's just like ultimate telepathy and uh, telekinesis both. Yeah, I mean... The rules are fluid, as they are in so many things. <laughs> yes, they, um, I don't think they had so many powers in the first one. I don't remember well, all these. Well, I, I don't think they had so many powers in the first one, and I haven't seen the sequels, but my guess is as the sequels go on, it kind of just, like, says fuck the rules and just adds shit on. d you've probably seen all the sequels, I'm assuming. Yeah, I've seen Scanners 1 through 3, and Scanner Cop, and Scanner Cop 2. <laughs> See, I wanted... I forgot all about Scanner Cop. My initial idea was to skip all the way to Scanner Cop 2, even though we haven't seen Scanner Cop, because it is a sequel to a movie that we've watched, kind of. It's a sequel to the spinoff. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that, I couldn't find it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, that would have been a hard fucking sequel jump. One thing with this, though, is that, like, they don't do anything in Scanners 2 that I don't think couldn't have happened in Scanners 1. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that, uh, there is, like, a group of good scanners in the first movie where they're all doing, like, this communal scan. And I think that you could kind of interpret that into something like, well, they can amplify their powers. Yeah. If they're working together. I don't know why, but when you said communal scan, all I could imagine was just, like, 25 people all with flatbed scanners just scanning pictures. <laughs> It's like, we gotta get these fucking digitized. My mom said she wants to post them all to Facebook. She's like, oh, it's a communal scan. Let's scan together. So, no, it's not that sort of scan. It's magic, motherfucker. Or should I say magic? Magic. So David killed at least one of these guys. And the... What is his role? He's he's not police chief, but he's like some sort of like high up... He's chief inspector. <laughs> Uh, yes, I can. Yeah, Captain Forrester. There we go. So he he comes to David's apartment the next day and is just like, Yo, dog, I saw what you did. I want you on my team. No, he straight up death wish to'd his ass. (laughs) He came in there and he was just chilling in a chair already. (laughs) Is this a thing? Was it it a normal thing for cops to just be waiting in your house when you got home in in the late 80s and early 90s? If they're off the books and in a movie, then yes. They're already at your house. (laughs) They're at your house inside your... Like, this guy broke and entered without even leaving a mark. Like, what the fuck? It's just giving you a little taste of his his loose cannonness. Right, it's giving you a tiny peek at how loose. Like, (laughs) there's a looseness meter. (laughs) His lips are as loose as his cannon. Oh, they are. (laughs) Because he's talking... Like, before he, he has anything obviously bad going on, he's talking about a new order of way things should work, where the police run everything. Let me ask you this, though. How funky is his chicken? He convinces him by way of just being like, I saw that you blew up that dude's head. Don't worry. You're not in trouble. I think it's cool. I love it when people's heads blow up. But I'm not evil. For, for you, I'm not evil. I, I mean... It's like, David is such a fucking moron. Like, I don't know where, like, I, I guess that explains it, because he went later when he goes out to his parents' house, it's in the middle of goddamn nowhere. It's like, so you've just never heard of anything. Yeah, well, I think they sell him with the, with the uh, initial mission. It's like, hey, there's this guy that's poisoning kids' milk. He's shooting strychnine into milk jugs. So you don't know which one's safe and which one's going to fucking kill you, so just don't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... They go to the, the factory because it's still happening, even though they have cops posted. And yeah, like, what are the cops posted gonna do? What? How would they know? Like, what? they're supposed to keep an eye out. <laughs> yes, everybody. One, everybody knows how good cops are at keeping an eye out. <laughs> Two, especially movie cops. There's three cops in this fucking factory. <laughs> it's a fucking fact. Have you been to a factory? Like, three people couldn't guard a damn thing in a in a fucking. No. It's like, you couldn't send three cops into my house and stop me from poisoning milk. It's a house. I could just go to a different goddamn room and poison the fucking milk. Well, anyway, like, what's he, obviously happening? He's able to save the day. Yes. By throwing the, the motherfucker down a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah. Well, he never touched him. Nope. It's true. Can't prove anything. <laughs> so. <laughs> Straight up but, fight club his ass. <laughs> uh, this is enough to sell him on, hey, we're doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, no, like, that was a right thing that they did just then. Yeah. But Jump Street 
clearly a fucking villain. Like, <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, she's about to name a replacement for this guy who was recently murdered. I had nothing to do with it. It's like, hey, um, don't worry about this swastika tattoo. And just pulls his sleeve down a little more. Right. It's like, yeah, I'll just not worry about that. It's fine. It's like, hey, you just tell her to say my name. Or you make her say my name. <laughs> yeah. He's basically, like, taking him for a test run slash, like, trying to, like, win him over with the milk thing. And then he takes him out for the hardcore shit, which is make the mayor say a bunch of shit that's not, like, true during a press conference. Doesn't he test David against the bad guy, too? Yeah. Yeah, well, when they first brought David in, they are like, hey, we need tests to see how strong, like, your scanning ability yeah. is. And so they bring in the dude they, they captured earlier. And David's Peter, fucking way more powerful. Yeah, Peter Drack. And they're just like, all right, scan each other. And then David keeps going. He accidentally hurts Drack, and Drack fucking loses it. Yeah, he's like, dracking off, man. Motherfucker! <laughs> You're gonna bring back dracking off? <laughs> Related, I feel like that's a Russian villain name, too. Just dracking off. Yeah. He hurts him, and he's just like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. But also, as I said, of course, the brown guy in the movie is the mentally unstable villain. What, you beat me in meaningless fucking test? I'm gonna kill you! The next time I see you, you're fucking dead! What if, like, that's how people play games? They're like, tests. You know what? I take air hockey very fucking seriously! <laughs> also, just a, a question for all three of you. When's the last time you watched Scanners 1? Mm, two years ago, I think. Okay, a year or two. Okay, the, the reason the reason I asked that is so it's the '80s, so of course there's just kind of like just just staring at people for the effects in it because mm-hmm. like it's mental powers and like it's kind of weird, but it works there. And I'm not sure if it's because it's like an '80s movie or it's Cronenberg or something like that. So well, this is something that I brought up in the Scanners podcast that we did. Yeah, the best thing about this movie, and Philip kind of talked to me a little bit about it this morning, but like with the like sounds and stuff. Yeah. There were less sounds in the first movie than there were in this one. Because what I'm getting to is why is the staring so awkward in this one? Is it less? Is it I don't know. I, like I thought more sounds would help, but it doesn't. No, <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with uh, Michael Ironside. Yes, I think so too. It's got a look, you know. He looks like a crazy motherfucker who could kill you by staring. He's good at staring. I mean, can you prove he can't? <laughs> and they exaggerate the scenes in this movie way more than the first. Oh, yeah. So, like, you could put it on mute and it would seriously be like 45 seconds of two dudes just like awkwardly shifting their faces to look at each other weirder and weirder each time. Yeah, like, David most <laughs> of the time isn't so bad, but the guy playing Drac, it's like they're just like, we just need you to just go all in. And he's just like, like open mouth contorting his head, just, <sighs> and just stuff at that, like people. And it's, it's ridiculous looking. I appreciate that. I don't like the, the sucking sound that he makes because as a one-off line, uh, Revic uh, Ironside uh, said in the first movie, I'm going to suck you dry. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, but this guy makes like a... Yeah, I mean he's putting it, he's putting his own Drac twist on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also his own Drac twist of adding the line "pretty boy" after "I'm gonna suck you dry." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, if he wants to suck pretty boy dry, he's allowed as long as it's consensual. But it wouldn't be because they're fucking scanners. <laughs> well, in in this movie, the uh, sucking dry is more vampiric. Yeah. It's not just like, hey, I'm gonna scan you until there's until your fucking head explodes. <laughs> it's it's more like. Hey, uh, I'm just going to steal your life until you're nothing but a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, are we trying to say in this movie, because it didn't really occur to me until you guys just said, like, we were just talking about how they had him face off to see who was more powerful, basically, and David just beat the piss out of him. Yeah. It's like, 
Does Drac like super power up from sucking people dry, quote unquote? Because Probably, he he yeah. is handily whipping David's ass at the end, like with no problem. He definitely gets way stronger. Plus, he might he might have been like a not have faced a real scanner before. Right, he just wasn't ready for it. Kind Maybe. Of. Well, like that's that's what I'm questioning because it's like him saying he's gonna suck him dry, and that being in line in the first one, it's like that that implies like drawing energy, like bringing it into himself yeah, as yeah. nutrients somehow. So, like, I just thought he, like, because, and also towards the end, they, like, stopped doing all the, like, they just quit making him look so gross, and they gave him, like, a better style. It's like, I just felt like they were trying to make him seem like super vampire, who is now, like, you know what I mean? Like, how they do in the vampire Unless, movies. of course, he just wanted to suck him dry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, vampires so want to suck you dry. Both, both your dick vein and your regular neck vein. In their penultimate fight, before we actually get there, like, David had gone through the building like, effectively fighting a bunch of people. So, I don't know, maybe he's just worn out before their actual fight. As the movie goes on, uh, what's the bad guy's name? Drac? Yeah. He's also doing, like, villainous shit, too. Yeah. And using his powers more and more to make people kill themselves and, like, control their minds and shit like that. Yeah, but at the point we're at right now, Forrester has gotten David to scan the mayor and do things, like, say certain things to actually put him in charge of being police chief. Right. I feel like his plan is also flawed here because it's like he had like the normal run of like get David to do some good and then you could have what he should have done is then like another task where David does some good and another task where David does some good and then you introduce this one Mm -hmm. of course you know this is an hour and a half movie we don't have that much time but then just be like no David this is good you should do he's playing the short con (laughs) he is playing the short con what he could have done is one good makes him the chief one more good that way, he's not really sure, you know? It's like, was it, good? Was it bad for the sake of good? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, he didn't do it right. So whenever you're trying to indoctrinate someone, you have to keep it extremely unpredictable. Like, basically what has to happen is, you have to not really know what's going to happen. There has to be a mixed bag of good things and bad things, and then that psychologically makes you try harder for the good things and think that, like, oh, if I just do good enough, I won't get the bad things anymore. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he just fucked that up, but only because, again, it's this movie couldn't even afford music. It can't afford another 20 minutes of... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, this is film we're talking he about He takes here. back off to uh, hometown because the city has led him astray. <laughs> and uh, he goes home, he's talking with his parents about ephemeral and things like that. It's like, we don't know anything about that. We're not your real parents. <laughs> your real parents were the stars of the last movie, even though that was like five years ago or something like that. Or was it ten? Ultimately, it doesn't matter because this movie just doesn't give a fuck about anything related to Scanners 1. But as soon as they said that, I was just like, there wasn't even any like thinking to it. It's just, no, that makes no sense. Yeah, it was ten years between the two movies. And they even still say that the... <laughs> drug made in the 40s is what made the scanners in the 80s which was the same plot point so they just didn't care they didn't even try to roll it back at all yeah, who gives a shit it's scanners it's a vod like you said yeah well anyway he still bothers a, me. so that makes him a second gen <laughs> scanner and uh while he's out like contemplating things in the canadian wilderness so <laughs> god damn it the fucking amount of time they spent watching him walk out to a spot, lay down, look around, look down at the tree, sit down, <laughs> think about things. It's like, 
There wasn't even anything. Again, no, basically no music. David, you're killing your parents. <laughs> <laughs> killing your father, David. I mean, he quite literally is. It's like, he called his girlfriend. He was about to say, like, I need help. Um, meet me here or whatever. And then he's just like, you know what? I'm not going to involve you because you're going to end up like getting hurt or something. And then he just goes, I'm going to my parents. And it's like, <laughs> you fucking you're idiot! Going. You fucking... <laughs> David is a fucking moron. You're a fucking moron, David. It's like, I know they're listening, but they don't know where my parents live. Yeah, how could they possibly <laughs> know that? Do they know my parents? I don't think so. Nah, my parents... <laughs> they're old. I better just leave them alone. Fuck it. They'll be fine. My dad has a shotgun. Guns work against scanners. <laughs> they should. Specifically shotguns that didn't work against me earlier in the movie. They would work if you surprised them. <laughs> they can't be expecting it. Yep. Grandpa, whatever, dad, whatever the fuck he's supposed to be, doesn't know how to load a shotgun for shit and winds up getting fucking straight wasted. Mom gets shot straight in the chest by... By Crazy Scanner Drac. And then uh, it took maybe... He was like maybe 25 feet away from the fucking... I mean, it wasn't that far away. Like, he heard the gunshots. And <laughs> yeah. David took his goddamn sweet time. Until the second one. <laughs> what did he think was happening? It's like, like I don't know. We're on a farm. Grand, could, anything could be happening. <laughs> Grandpa's just blowing away the cows. <laughs> they did just tell him they're not his real parents, so maybe he like heard the first one and he was just like, eh, one down, one to go. <laughs> Doesn't work that way, Stephen. <laughs> He's like, but I still have one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he gets back in time to for his uh, fake dad to uh, tell him there is another. <laughs> <laughs> and that sends him off on that plot line. Quick he, little he, Star Wars 2 switch he situation. He scans him and heals him. I guess five. From, keep, prevents him to, from dying. Yeah. <laughs> Even though his, his wife's dead, he has nothing to live for. Yeah. He's like, well, <laughs> thank you, David, for saving me. Um, now because, I have to kill myself. Because of my gunshot wounds, <laughs> I'm going to have to be on some kind of you know breathing machine for the rest of my life. My heart, I'm going to have to have at least 50 surgeries. And by the end of that, I'll definitely be dead. So, thanks. <laughs> and I'm like 70 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he goes and meets his, uh, his uh, hidden sister. who uh, She's already filled in. She knows the plot already. So uh, Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> so they scan each other a little bit. A little light, little light sisterly, brotherly scanning. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like, don't scan me. Okay, so in movies with psychics, usually they establish some sort of an etiquette. Yeah. Like, pretty usually right off the bat. David's been just walking around, making girls come, fucking healing dogs, blowing up heads. <laughs> this motherfucker is the most reckless psychic ever to live. Well, I think it. I think most of those you could get by with. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm just going to go into your ma your mind and make you come. Yeah, that's rape. <laughs> they were having sex. No, it's fine in this situation. How many times more do you think this went on, though? He didn't David know... is a fucking moron. He didn't know he was a scanner until he moved to the city. I know that. <laughs> He's the worst. Candidate. And he just rolls up and he's just like, guess what, sister? I'm going to read your damn mind and I ain't even going to ex you. It's like, she's also a scanner. Don't you think maybe she might be pissed off and blow your head off with her mind? <laughs> fucking know her. Yeah, she teaches them about the communal scan. The team scan. And uh, when they do that, they have like uh, weird contacts in. So you can tell. Well, that and the... <laughs> during the song. 
It's bad. <laughs> yeah, so time to go back to the city. Well, she taught him that while they're waiting outside the, the final dungeon of the movie. I would just like to take a minute to talk about my absolute favorite part in this fucking movie. Hands down, my favorite part is when they're making this last stand and they're driving into the fucking compound or whatever. Yep. There's this guy in a fucking booth that tries to stop him with the fucking machine gun. The try to, he tries to stop the scanners. Yeah. They fucking obliterate this motherfucker in the booth. <laughs> this Jeep fucking explodes through this booth. This guy is off the fucking universe when this Jeep hits the booth. Dude, fucking <laughs> built Jeep tough. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a little past the point where uh, they've uh, there's like a second in charge. Yeah. Like at the police station that uh, they've they've entered his mind and they're kind of like riding along with him. Yeah. And moderately steering him. Well, I mean they they steer him hard once he gets into the basement. Oh well, yeah. Because they use him to kill Morris or whoever this guy's supposed to be. I just assumed his name was Morris. Like he seemed like the lab guy. So he must be. Yeah, Morris, you, you thought he would have been. You thought he would have been something more important into yeah. the movie. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't get to do much. So right here is the part I was the most disappointed with, because they control this random police officer guy who's been like around for a bunch of all of this stuff. Like he shot the old man, and he's like been doing a bunch of these dirty deeds for cheap because <laughs> this movie can't afford a fucking score. So he goes to the basement, and he's being controlled by David, and I guess kind of also the sister. Yeah, and uses scanner mind powers through him to make the Morris guy slam himself onto a giant tray of fucking syringes where the needles are sticking straight up. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is not a goddamn thing. Oh, this is socialized healthcare. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want to see... You, you want free healthcare? Safe. Fucking libtards? Hey, safety, safety is right out the window. Yeah. Don't, no, don't have money for it anymore. Yeah. No, wait, fuck no. <laughs> you want to put a little plastic cap on those syringes? Fuck you. Even if we didn't have the, the plastic caps, we couldn't possibly turn them upside down. Just lay them on their side. Well, that's asking too much. I was simply saying, just turn them the opposite direction. <laughs> well, then the needle might get dull because it's poking into whatever's under it. But my point is... <laughs> the thing that I was disappointed with, get it? My, the thing I was the thing I was disappointed with was that they didn't like they slam him down on this thing and they just go into his like stomach, into his lab coat. It's like this should have slammed straight onto his fucking face. Like I want to see a needle go through a goddamn eyeball. What the fuck? This isn't Italy. <laughs> yeah. They blow up heads repeatedly in this movie. You know how many fucking bubble gooses I had to see? Listen, eye trauma's uh, different, man. Okay. Eye trauma's different. <laughs> Your metric for how many exploding heads there are is very clearly off, Philip. Because <laughs> I watched Scanners 1, and you said they blow up heads in that movie. And they blew up one head in that Yeah. It's very memorable. Though. It is very memorable. It, it's very good. And then in this movie, they blow up two heads. Yes, this is technically multiple, but I would think more than two would more quantify as multiple heads all the time. No, just more than one. <laughs> more than one is multiple. I I'm aware, <laughs> but the thing is, if you say something like several, like that's more than that. If you say you like, shut the fuck up, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so. Things come to a head, if you will. Ah! Huh? What? And Drac 
<laughs> Finally, we get the full-blown head explosion we've been promised all movie long. Yeah. And God damn it is if it's not fucking glorious. It's not as good as the first one, but this guy is standing up, which is cool. We also have to be clear for people that may not have seen Scanners 1, like, the head explosion in Scanners 1 is one of the greatest 80s effects of, of a, all time. It's a fucking shotgun blast. A literal shotgun blast. When people yeah. bring up 80s horror movie effects, that is... 100% one of the first ones that they bring. Yeah, it's yeah. it's usually oh. the fly and that and then a smattering of other things. The thing, of course. But, yeah, uh, for as far as gore effects are concerned, that's the, it, it, it tops out on shooting a fucking shotgun into a plaster head filled with watermelon pieces and just blow the shit out of that motherfucker. Yeah, suck it dry. Yeah, suck it off. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it off, fucking fuck it out. Pretty boy. Yeah, the head explosion comes here at the end. Also, the compound shit that I was talking about. Like, they start making people shoot each other. Fucking dude gets obliterated into the next fucking dimension by a jeep. <laughs> <laughs> like Straight fucking buckaroo bonsai into a mountain. I think the best part of the movie is at the end, where, like, uh, the press is there, and they know that shit's funny. And uh, they're talking to, like, the new the chief. And then there's a scanner battle in front of them. It's like, hey, have you been using scanners for your police work? It's like, scanners aren't real. <laughs> and then he gets scanned to the point where his head is almost going to explode. And then the guy says, we're here to help. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it, yeah. He's a fucking moron. He stops before he kills him. He's like, no more killing. But definitely horribly maiming for the, making him a fucking uh, mutation for the rest this, of his fucking life. This guy is a vegetable. <laughs> like, you just stuck his head. There's no way his brain still works. He ends up looking like fucking Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Like, without the mask, obviously. A, a little worse, though. Yeah. No, yeah, worse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's for sure worse. You know what would have been less horrific than them just expanding his head? Is them just, like, stopping his heart. Like, you yeah. don't have to make the head explode. I mean, you should, because it's awesome. <laughs> but you could just be, like, mentally grip his heart until, like, he actually, like, says stuff, and then you just, like, stop his heart from beating. Why would you do that over the head, though? Head's messy. Also, you don't want to... You don't want to... You're a skater. You can do it from, like, 40 feet away. Well, also, it's in front of all <laughs> these reporters. You don't want to, like... You're just coming off as the villain if you pop a guy's head. It's true. There's no, yeah, there's it... no number of good deeds... After the time where you blew up a guy's head on live television. It's like, well, well, you know. I was he's, carried he's, away. He's turned over a new leaf, man. And it's like, yeah, but couldn't you theoretically just do that to the president anytime you feel like? Well, I would have to well, be close. yeah. I mean, I have to, I'd have to go see him. Or just hijack some <laughs> random person who's going to see him. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That too. Because since you can use your scanner powers, you would just have to climb a little ladder of, of authority and just scan somebody who works as a janitor. Whenever he sees somebody walk by, scan scan into that person's eyes, and then just scan around until you find the president, and it blows fucking head off. And we're here to help, okay? We're here to fucking help. <laughs> Look, Magneto may have basically killed everyone. So a scanner version of, like, Fallen with Denzel Washington. Yeah, and yes. uh, Shocker. <laughs> yep. Any number of body jumping movies. Ugh, Fallen. Ugh. I like that. <laughs> I like Fallen too. <laughs> I like it better than Shocker. <laughs> well, goddamn, don't we all? <laughs> I guess that's it. David's a fucking idiot. His girlfriend gets 
hilariously jealous of his sister real fast because she's like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, <laughs> David's standing with his sister, like, holding her arm and, like, looking into her eyes and going, we're here to help. And she's just third person out in the background just being like, what the fuck is this? You, you know how much shit I've been through today over you, you motherfucker? I met you a week ago. You think that maybe... Literally, there's dog shit all over my house. <laughs> you think maybe she that didn't get... That dog's dead. Uh, that cop I made into the Hamburglar probably strangled it. <laughs> maybe she didn't get the page of the script that explained who that character was. Yeah, like, no. who the fuck is this? This should be my moment to shine. Dude, and then as, <laughs> as soon as the sister walks away, she just jumps at him. It's crazy. It's like, she's legit, like, already... Bitch, you better not... I've seen your, okay? I have seen your... All right. She didn't even know that this other actress was part of the movie, and she thought they just replaced her on set. <laughs> <laughs> it would make sense, almost. It was yeah, the most it. convincing moment in it. Did we, we didn't talk about the guy getting turned into the Hamburglar, did we? Because I always love it hamburger. when this happens. Yeah, so she's cooking soup, and he's like, hmm, what's for dinner? And she's like, soup, you want some? And she's like, yeah, here it is. Yeah! Right into his fucking eyes. Oh. Yeah, she threw boiling soup on him. Boiling yeah. acid soup. <laughs> And that same cop just got done beating the hell out of her puppy, punching it off the fucking couch. Guaranteed, once he gets his vision back, he strangles that dog and leaves. <laughs> he fucked that puppy. I don't know if he's getting his vision back. Yeah, he might not be. <laughs> his eyes I might mean, have boiled out of his head. I think it depends on whether it's a... He can a, hear uh, the dog, though. Dogs ain't quiet. It depends especially. on the type of soup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a clear soup, you can recover from. Let's if be, it's like something be, milky, like a, like, a, like a clam chowder or something like that, that's you're never getting that out of your eyes. Like a creamy bisque. You're done. Yeah. You're blind. Well, the broth was clear, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's because she's the worst chef ever, and this was just boiling water with some like random vegetables in it. A mirepoix, if I may. They probably just couldn't afford to put ingredients. Could, they couldn't afford to put soup in the couldn't afford the ingredients for the soup in the movie. <laughs> it's like, just boil some water. They'll get the idea. It doesn't matter. So, anyways, we're going to move on to the... I mean, I'm going to have to say... Already, just for you guys, this is unanimously more funny. Like, how could anything be... Like, this is fucking funny. This is just... I don't think it's supposed to be a comedy, but goddamn, it is. From 1999, Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies. So, uh, the evil djinn is awakened once more and must collect a hundred and... a thousand and one souls to begin the apocalypse. Seems like a lot of souls, but sometimes you can just get, like, a whole twofer plan by somehow making the building they're in make a wish, and then it contains them, so then they all, by extension, made wishes. Well, I think everyone wishes. everyone in a casi casino is wishing. <laughs> they're not wishing it out loud. You know how often... You know how Listen. fucking Steven... Do no, not, do not semantics me here. They throw the rules out in the second movie. The wish rules are fucking done. Nobody says wish. A very a few people say A that. bunch of people say wish... And a bunch of people, he goes, they'll say something that was quite clearly a auditory expression of their desires and would be like, but is that your wish? <laughs> it's like, if he's going to do that every 10 minutes, he cannot just make everyone in a casino automatically wish just because they're thinking about that they want uh, It's super gray area because there's certain parts in this movie where he's just like... Not, it's fucking stupid. I mean, uh, that doesn't even really need to wish. Just kind of say so you kind of maybe would be okay with something happening. Steven, so then why not, from Jump Street, just go, okay, I am driving to New York and I'm just going to sit at fucking Times Square. Within four seconds, I'll have a thousand and one souls. And then I can just apocalypse. They're not wishing for anything. Cock and lips now. What if he just, what if all the camera was cut to something else, 
Which is always a big mistake in this movie. Yeah. If you're not on the Wishmaster, you're fucking up. What if... <laughs> he's like... God damn it. Does anyone wish to win? And they all like, yeah! Yeah, we didn't do that. We don't know that we didn't do that. <laughs> oh, that happened in the edit? I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm on, I'm on board with Philip. Like, this movie shits the bed. On, and a lot of, like, rules for, like, what he could have done. The other thing, while I'm calling people on, on their bullshit, Steven, you said I had to watch the first movie to know what the fuck would go on in the second movie. And that was a damn lie. I just wanted you to watch Wishmaster. Man. Well, you could have just said it's really good. And I ended up watching it, and it was good. That wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Cheats, we know you. Okay, you fall asleep during the podcast. All right, you you would not have. I don't fall asleep Master. during the podcast. We have listen. You do all the time. Do you regret watching it? No. Then what are you bitching about? Okay, then shut the fuck up. So <laughs> this is the episode where I just told you to shut the fuck up every few minutes. So I'm now I'm envisioning for some reason the Wishmaster is just some kind of exercise machine next to the Stairmaster. <laughs> you just go there and you just practice wishing. Who wishes those calories off? <laughs> Would anybody like to wish they didn't look so fat <laughs> out loud for me? <laughs> even if you even if you all do it at once. I guess we should start with the plot a little bit. So <laughs> at the end of the first Wishbasher movie, the stone nothing happens in the first Wishbasher movie. <laughs> the stone doesn't break out of the statue that it's hidden in, therefore it goes to the art collector. Yes, it is wished back into the statue circuitously. Yes. Which is a word you don't get to say very often. Which is the running theme of the fucking Wishmaster movies, by the way, is just wish shit didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like Aladdin did a lot for, hey, you can't just wish a movie didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, look, there's rules, man. Even ones I can't break unless I feel like it later in the movie. You only get one wish and you have to wish it out loud unless you don't. I hesitate to say it made sense, but it kind of made sense... In the first movie, them, like, undoing things. Nah, not here. No. Nah, not even a little bit. So, the statue's broken again during a, a robbery. Shootout at a museum? Yeah. Let me just tell you right now. Those guards are not armed. There's no guards. Nobody just guards a museum all night. You think that somebody, they don't have guards? No, they have just heavy fucking duty security. They would just have like a... Haven't you ever seen Night at the Museum? Fuck off. He's a janitor. Isn't he? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> no. He's the he's the guard, right? I don't fucking know. He's the guy that they're... <laughs> I don't <laughs> fucking remember because who gives a shit? <laughs> but I would think that standard procedure would be call the police and the police will kill them on their way out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Right, exactly. <laughs> Except for that the police usually show up about, I don't know, 20 minutes later and it's fucking over with. I guess it depends on how good the museum is. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, they just have good security. That's all there is to it. Like, they don't... There's not 17 dudes with fucking shotguns wandering the hallways of a fucking museum. This isn't a thing. That would be infinitely more dangerous for everyone, including the artwork they're trying to protect. So... It's like, you know what's great about having a shootout in a fucking museum filled with priceless artwork? It would have been way cheaper to just let them have whatever they wanted and just go out with whatever you still got. One thing I gotta give credit to this movie, as well as the first movie, is that, like, for being... Movies from 97 and 99, like, both of these movies are very 80s feeling. With both their effects and just their style. Mostly. The first one, maybe. I don't feel like that on the second one at all. Oh, I definitely do. I mean, it's cheaper. It's shittier made. It's The first one, you have to understand, had so much power behind it, Cheats. Tony Todd was in it. Mm-hmm. Kane Hodder was in it. 
Robert England was in it. Fucking Wes Craven presented it. So you had all that shit that made it like have a bigger budget. It had more eyes on it. Like this one, or it had like all the technical things. It just had a worse story and not all those other people. It, it had, still felt in the same time. It had a way worse story. And the reason why I say I don't agree with you is all the segments where they don't have the Wishmaster on screen, it's like a terrible 90s soap opera. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Cheats, do you know what came before terrible 90s soap operas? Yes. Terrible 80s soap operas. <laughs> yeah. but, it, it, but it's, there, it, There's not really a big it, difference it's a, between it, the it, two. It's a different kind of terrible. <sighs> I Days of our lives would disagree. Wishmaster is cut directly from the we need a Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy Krueger style character. Yes. It's from that template. And here, everything that isn't in that template is bad. Yes. It's like, basically, if Andrew Divoff isn't around, there is no Wishmaster. Yes. Enter Wishmaster 3 and 4. <laughs> yes. Which just becomes Power Rangers movies. Lord save us. Thank goodness Steven watched them and not me. <laughs> 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 yeah, I want to go on record because D-Hart in previous episodes has talked about how bad the Wishmaster 3 and 4 are. Specifically 4. You gotta admit, that one's terrible. I actually dislike 3 more than 4, but splitting hairs, they're both fucking awful, and <laughs> I'm with D-Hart and probably will never watch them again. Not even if you guys make me. <laughs> what do you mean probably? Oh, for the podcast. Well, I can promise you that I'm not going to. <laughs> But is that my wish? Monkey finger comes down. Yeah. Turns out whenever I'm wishing evil shit against Steven, it doesn't backfire on me at all. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I have to watch it too. <laughs> oh no, my glasses broke. My eyes fell out. I forgot how to read Braille. At least we get a pretty cool effect in the beginning of Wishmaster 2 whenever his fucking weird, like, maggot version of him comes out of the wall. If I can goop some his way out. Yeah. yeah, that is so fucking out of left goddamn field. <laughs> what the hell? It's similar to the one in the first movie whenever he shows up in the lab whenever the rock first comes out. It's like his his cocoon state almost. Yeah. Like when he first comes out of the rock, he's like this weird like maggot version of him. Larva. Yeah, he gets like a some power and that's when he like turns into the full gin. The costume that they use for the full gin, like whenever he's like revealed like his actual form. It's just plain and simply, uh, just they just took that from an episode of Power Rangers, period. That is that is a Power Rangers fucking bad guy. It's worse than the first movie. Like, it's a downgrade from the first movie. They change actors and completely fucking change the suit for the next two movies, and it somehow looks ten times worse than this, these, this movie. <laughs> ten? <laughs> ten, at <Yeah>. least. <laughs> Don't you mean it looks gin times worse? <laughs> oh, oh. It's a pretty stark downgrade going from the first movie to the second movie yeah. on the on the Jin suit. So knowing that like three and four are even worse, it's mm -hmm. oof. the first wish is uh that uh well the the boyfriend there's a boyfriend girlfriend robbery team and he wishes he was never born. Yes, after the robbery goes south and they end up killing a guard and he's blown away basically. He's almost dead. Yeah. He's going to die. He's like, he wishes he was never born. I really wish that he would have been come. It's like, look, you're just an egg and a semen now. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh... Well, he but he would have only been an individual semen, which would have been invisible to the naked eye. Oh, yeah, I guess... <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's all he is. He's just one semen. One there should have been some goo. One zygote, man. There should have been some goo in there. It, it's microscopic, it better, bro. If the, they picked up his clothes, and they're... Oh, it couldn't be gooey clothes because the... Wishmaster puts him on, and yeah. he takes the fall for the crime. 
purposefully, yeah. Yes. Because he wants to go to jail. Everyone knows that's the best place to get wishes granted. And have Tiny Lester scream in your eyes. He also, so fucking stupid. He also freezes that guard. See, I don't think it is stupid. I think, you know, if you're in any place that has any kind of restriction, the bigger the restriction, the more you want stuff yeah. to not, fill that restriction. You're not wrong about that, but he is fucking barely trying. Yeah. The first wish he grants in jail is, I wish that my lawyer would go fuck himself. Yep. And this makes no physical sense. His lawyer's legs just bend up behind his back, and he's just floating there in the midair, and all you can see is his feet and kind of part of his legs, and then he's just like, eh, eh, like fucking himself. But it's like, well, so what happened? His yeah. dick came around, and that for some reason made his legs fold backwards? Yeah, I guess his bottom half of his, <laughs> the bottom half of his body turned into a cinnamon roll, and then his dick went up his own butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Why would he turn into a cinnamon roll? Wouldn't because it, be, it tastes better. Wouldn't it be a cinnamon roll? Really? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm only getting started, motherfucker. <laughs> no. Is this what we're doing? I, I fucking hated this scene, and Philip somehow made it worse. <laughs> this scene completely sold me on the movie. I really love how, before he goes to the prison, he freezes that guard, because the guard's like, yeah. freeze! And he's like, do you want that? <laughs> but, but, like... He didn't say, freeze me. <laughs> right. And it's like... Wait a second. The other cops pin the freezing of the of the other guard on this guy. It's like, what do you think he did? The one thing, that, the one thing I'll, I'll give it credit for here is the fact that it, it establishes for the audience immediately that the rules don't matter. Yeah. Because in the very first movie, it's like all the times that he says stuff to people and they don't actually say the words "I wish for this," but he at least is just like, "Do you actually want to do that?" And it's kind of like the whole like don't look at the elephant in the room kind of thing. Yeah. So, of course, if he says, are you sure you want that? They're immediately going to be like, yeah, okay. They're going to think it, and then yeah. it's going to happen. Well, this is just straight up just like, you said something that might look or sound kind of like ice or cool. <laughs> so there you go. What if he just gave him just like a slushy, and he just replaced his gun with a slushy, and he's like, actually, yeah, this, I could go for this. I'm pretty dehydrated. It's a very delicious treat. Well, see, that would be a good wish, though. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you can't have any good wishes. <laughs> also, when the dude said, I want my lawyer to go fuck himself, the conversation that they're having, and... So I always watch movies with subtitles on, and Steven was talking about the fact that like he just interrupts people just going, yes, just all the time <laughs> in this movie. It doesn't pick up on the subtitles. Yeah. Like, it, I wonder if they like added it later, or if it just they didn't actually put it on there, but the guy was just like, mid-talking, just, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He asks the guy a question, and as the guy is talking, in the middle of the guy's response, he's just like, miss, miss. <laughs> it's called active listening, Stephen. <laughs> it's really good. You have to nod your head, agree, or just say it right on. Say miss. <laughs> say miss. Yeah, miss. So actually, you said that the first wish was the him fucking his lawyer going having to fuck himself, but it was actually the guy that wanted to walk through the bars and walk out the door. Oh, okay. I was, he, like, that was when I... That was when he was just on a holding cell. Yeah, he was. That's one of the cooler effects in the movie, like where the guy jams his own body through the fucking bars, like, and the noise that it's making is like that flappy slop sound. Yeah, it's good shit. You might it's call cool it a meaty first... flap. <laughs> it's, like, it's cool for like the first two shots. Yeah, but after that, it's like there is no body anymore. It's just like uh, some effects. Like flapping in the wind. There's nothing to his body. Fuck hey, it. At least it didn't look like a trash bag. Effects flapping in the wind. The D Hart story. <laughs> so um, he's he's granting one wish at a time in prison for the most leisurely possible one thousand and one wishes accumulation ever. Tiny himself. Yeah, and every time it's not on him, 
it goes back to Morgana and her whole subplot of just like, I'm a bad person. I need to go to church and make up for it. Oh, this priest actually wants to have sex with me because we used to date each other. I really felt just, like she didn't even need to be in the movie at all. <laughs> no, this entire, it, 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 no, it wasn't needed. Also, you said Days of Our Lives begs to differ. I've watched a lot of Days of Our Lives, so fuck you. Days of Our Lives is better than this. Which, I don't know why I'm having to defend it, but I just want to point out how much I wow. don't like the soap opera parts wow. here. Because all the parts with her are like, bad soap opera, bad Hallmark movie with how much they keep talking about fucking God and Christ and shit. But there is some good internet research on what, fuck, I cannot remember the name of this search engine, but it is so terrible. I mean, and search this, is, this is very of the time. It's like, back when all internet looked like fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> this was when it was like, I need to find, like, the the population of fucking whatever, New Guinea. And it's like, I'm trying to search that on the internet, but then you have to figure out how to ask for that. Yeah, and why does this page have animated backgrounds? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, here we are. This is, uh, Homer is dancing in the background. Um, I, I guess this is, pro maybe this might be accurate. This is why whenever we were in middle and high school, they were like, yeah, you can't use the internet as a resource because everything on there is just a dancing baby. <laughs> <laughs> and much to your chagrin cheats, uh, the god and church and like demon aspect and religious aspect just amplifies through the next two movies too. Because he's he fights like Michael the Archangel and like all sorts of shit. <laughs> that, yeah, it's a third. This one. would be to my chagrin if I were going to watch them, but I'm absolutely <laughs> never going to. <laughs> Ever. Oh, you are. Steven, at some point, does he go, mm, Micah? <laughs> yes. Yes. No, because Andrew Deboff doesn't come back no. after this movie. They don't even try to make it seem like the same character? Not at all. No. Fucking a travesty. Fucking abomination. Fuck them. In fact, the human version of the Jin in 3 and 4 are different actors from each other. Great. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it all. Fucking no regrets. Good times. Good times. <laughs> So, um, she figures out that what she's going to have to do here, because she sort of is unraveling the mystery using research and talking to the priest guy, and et cetera, et cetera. She's like, I know what I have to do. Take off my body jewelry and cut my fucking pinky off. What the, the fuck the is best, this for? The best part is that doesn't amount to anything. No, she still has to wish that she didn't kill the dude. Yes. So she cut off her pinky for no fucking I mean, reason. If they were going for the actual... But she can get you a pinky by 3 p.m. <laughs> With polish. <laughs> if they were going for the actual, like, religious angle, even though... I mean... Should have been clear after asking. <laughs> Those are the rules in Catholicism. Yeah. But not good enough here. Not even with a pinky. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, she has to be pure. And, like, they keep saying how pure she needs to be. So she's like... Oh, so I'll just stop listening to uh, Spinal Tap and uh, I'll take, comb my hair out. <laughs> I'll take a shower and get a haircut. <laughs> because it's a terrible haircut to begin with. <laughs> yeah, some real, like, 90s cyber goth. Yeah, it sucks. Her hair's, like, braided, kind of, but looks like just pissy shit. And it's a bad haircut still. <laughs> it's still a bad haircut, but it's like... It's like, <laughs> I don't... Like, it, combed it. If I don't know about anything about haircuts, right? Yeah, and I can tell that this one's bad. It's fucking bad. It's got to be bad. Yeah, <laughs> like they make it seem as though just her mere outward outward appearance 
is only thing making her impure. Or at least, that, like, that's what she thinks. Like, honestly? Really? Yeah, I think she got confused because, uh... Yeah, she's like, you know what my gigolo... The, gigolo. Juggalo <laughs> friends told me to do is chop off my pinky to... That's Yakuza. Yakuza are the ones that want the pinky. <laughs> well, no, there was a literal, actual juggalo that cut their... Yakuza pinky juggalo, off. man. Maybe For, it was uh, Yakuza. No, it was in like... <laughs> no. Jesus, is so offended. <laughs> you mean Juggalakuza? <laughs> Juggalakuza? Fuck you! Stop inventing the... Oh, man. I'll kill myself. I will. I'll do it. I bet there's one out there. Probably. The fucking surgeons and, f and fucking priests and shit that go to the fucking gathering every year. <laughs> Except for this year, because they were like, nah, we're canceling that shit. There won't be any Juggalos left. We'll all get COVID-19 for sure. <laughs> but yeah, uh, they're all heart surgeons and crazy shit. Like, they're all just regular-ass people including the Yakuza ones. I don't know. At, at this point, as we keep talking about this movie and I keep thinking about it and Steven brings up the sequels, I'm almost surprised there's not a fifth Wishmaster movie where he fights, like, Bible Man or something. Apparently Andrew Devoff wanted to come back for a fifth movie, but they just haven't They haven't done it. There, There is a fifth movie in production, and they're going... It's Wishmaster in the Hood, and it's going to be called Gin and Juice. Ah! <laughs> Woo! No. <laughs> Cheats is so disappointed in you. See, like, I, I would watch it. <laughs> yeah, of course you would. It would have to be awesome. Like, it's it's as it's long as Andrew DevOps in it, right? And Snoop Dogg chopping her pinky off doesn't work. Turns out, um, no matter what she does, it's like she's she's trying to find like I think they end up going and confronting him directly, and like they grab his stone away from him, and he's just like magic and takes it away from them. <laughs> no, the the magic. The magic a is a thing. scene that is completely on its own, which I feel like they shot for the purposes of a trailer. Yes, exactly. Because and then they just spins were like... around in a, a very sinister looking office and goes, magic. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other action in that scene. Dude, when uh, Tiny Lister is like in his face and like yelling things at him, and then finally he gets Tiny Lister to wish something at him, and he turns at the camera. <laughs> Straight breaks the piss out of that fourth wall, just like Jim Halpert, 100% all the way around. <laughs> he just is like, look at this fucking idiot. He just wished right in front of me. I'm going to make him fuck himself. Pretty accurate description for that, Philip, because in the first movie, he at least seems somewhat menacing. Well, in this movie, it's just Jim Halpert. That's it. It's, it's a full-blown transformation, just like Freddy has, but slightly slower. Like... I don't think Freddy made it to full-blown Freddy as we know him today until the fourth one, maybe? Because the third one yeah, was third, like... third one, there were, there were elements of him being wisecracking. It was exactly the right balance, why yeah. the third one's the best one. But, like, I think past that, it's just, like, total silliness. But they straight... They, they straight kicked down the door and said, Silliness only! It's my wish! Dude, there are scenes where Andrew Devoff is just walking in here... It is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, he's got like this, like, like very uh, formal, like, like bouncy walk. What do you it's think? Formal and bouncy at the same time. What do you think about a Wishmaster movie crossover with uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask? Where <laughs> the Wishmaster? Wishmaster. <laughs> the reason that he's so like weird and funny looking in this too is like there's all sorts of scenes where it's. 
it's like if someone were looking at you with like their head held straight, and then he just lowers his face a little bit, so he's got like a little bit of the double chin action going on, and he smiles with just his top teeth. And yes. Just, yes. <laughs> magic. You want to wish. And like, that, that, that's it. But is it your wish, though? You have to phrase it in the form of a question. This isn't Jeopardy. So, he, like we said several times already, because I started the this part of the podcast by bitching about it. He goes to a casino, launches into a full-blown wish orgy, uh, gets the rest... No, 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 no. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to mention the stuff in between there, because it just escalates, and it's just really dumb. So, like, he starts out in prison, and then he meets a Russian mobster that's in an American prison for some reason, mm-hmm. and then he helps the Russian mobster get out of prison, mm-hmm. and then he helps put that mobster at the top of like his group that's within there and then he offhandedly says something about vegas and then he goes to vegas and starts doing stuff <laughs> see it's all logical okay mm, vegas it's one to one to one you're going to like vegas yeah. yes mm, what's gambling <laughs> caesar's palace the russian like mobster side plot like totally felt straight out of the leprechaun series shitty soap <laughs> opera <laughs> I'm telling you, gin and juice. Uh, I love it. Wishmaster 6. In fact, I think we watched the first Wishmaster with the first Leprechaun movie, didn't we? Yeah, yes. Yeah, very possible. I wasn't on yeah. that one. Yeah, I thought we did. So, I said, yes. <laughs> for some reason, because things have to go horribly wrong from Wishes, because it's the, it's the evil gin or whatever, all of the gambling machines start murdering everyone. Like, the roulette wheel just starts firing off, like, the little roulette ball, like, into people's skulls. It then jumps off of that and just rolls along the ground like a fucking uh, chariot race blade. So he's the evil gen. So is the stone actually the evil generator? Uh, that was by far the worst. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. Also, this casino scene is real shitty. Oh, it's awful. Like, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to attempt to recreate at least some kind of similarities between a scene like this and the scenes from the first one, like the beginning of the first yeah. one, the party scenes, basically. And in this, they're just fucking bad. Yeah. The, the cards looked kind of funny, like when the cards were shooting at and yeah. going and in people's Another thing that just made me stare at the screen and just like, this is terrible, is the part where the, the woman craps out all the fucking like slot tokens. Yeah, he, she rolls the dice, even though everyone's dying around her, he's like, looks like you crapped out. She uh, she swells up with gold coins now, and shits them out on the now floor. Now tell me, how did she wish to crap out? What, what is this? She didn't. There's no She's rules. Just like, right now, I'm just gonna use some magic. Listen, <laughs> magic. Listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you say that for some reason she's still throwing dice when everyone's dying around her, but as Jurassic World One showed us. You can be attacked by multiple pterodactyls and still care about your dreams. And still try to protect your margarita. <laughs> Better not spill that margarita. I'm carrying a beverage here, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I paid $15 for this margarita. Yeah, well, now I'm going to pay with your fucking life. After the fucking orgy of death in the casino floor, it's time for her to fulfill the prophecy. <laughs> fulfill it. <laughs> Fill it. Which is uh, granting three wishes now that he has his 1,001 souls. So that he, he crucifies uh, the priest. Crucifies him? He, he's crucified. <laughs> yes. There's some fire. Okay, you know what? <laughs> Crucisauté. 
whatever. <laughs> she wishes him off the cross, which doesn't do anything for him because he like dies or something. Uh, it's like, she, oh no. She says to release him. It's so like, release him you from mean his, release him from life? From existence. You haven't figured out how these wishes work, have you? Yeah, it <laughs> seems like you should have by now. You've been watching me do it for two and a half hours. I can literally take anything that you say and make it what I want it to say. Yeah, the main character <laughs> in the first one actually like kind of outsmarts him, and the girl here just kind of like bumbles through things and gets lucky. She doesn't need to be in the movie. No. At all. Uh-uh. Period. <laughs> just remove her. Well, somebody has to say the, the magic Lovecraft word. I mean, it can be anybody. It could be, but it's not. It's her. <laughs> Which is a poor choice, but, you know, this is what we... This it's is the, the choice, hand we've been dealt. It's the choice of a new generation, man. At our casino of death. <laughs> oh, the hand we were dealt. Yeah. D-heart. <laughs> she wishes the security guards back to life so their soul is clear from murder and uh, she is able to use the jewel to uh, capture the genet. Yeah. He's going to bounce around in his... Gymnasium for a couple of hundred more years. Yep, there you go. And then we get Wishmaster 3, the ginning. <laughs> Please tell me it's actually called that. Why not the be ginning? Oh, it's yeah. genuine ginspiration. I'm not even bothering with these anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Insult to gingery. Oh, gingery? Uh, yeah, that's stupid. I loved it. The cinnamon roll guy I'm coming I'm, back. I, I bring shame to myself. No, and she, my family. Cheats was still worse. <laughs> that one almost cost me a pinky. <laughs> no shit. All right, let's go to the uh, the diggity scale. Dehart. Yes. Your movies. You so. <laughs> Stop. I would go a fair, close to just enough for Scanners Two. I'm going low end of just enough for Wishmaster Two. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, Andrew Devoff is in an overwhelming surplus movie. Nobody else is. Yeah. So, it really brings all. It brings, brings up the average. It really rains on a parade of like this fucking chaos <laughs> mm-hmm. and insanity. Yeah. So, which one would you watch again? Well, probably. I, do we need to do this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's if part of replay if value. They were, if I were rating them the same, I would go ahead and do it then. But, you know, I've rated one higher than the other one. You could just go with that one. It's not how it always I've works out them, on the, on the I've show, I've watched them the both, way. like, multiple times. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. yeah. Yes. I guess I'm gonna have to give... Oh, my gosh. Scanners 2 gets a fair amount. I guess I'll give them both a fair amount. Wishmaster 2 is a fucking clusterfuck of bullshit and jokes that... Half of, half of them don't land, and half of them are just him spinning around in a chair saying magic for some reason. Like that's that's a that's a fucking laugh part of the movie, and it's not even the only one. There's there's at least one time where they do that same thing where they clip back to him and he just says a thing and just kind of like is, thinks he's funny, and that's it. It's like they don't they didn't try. Nothing is as funny as him. Just like magic. <laughs> if Scanners Two did not have the the physical effects that it has in it, slight rise for sure. Physical effects brings it up to a fair amount of diggity. So if you want to see a fucking head blow up, watch Scanners One. But if you want to want to see another head blow up, or if you want a T-shirt that says "Exploding hat, Heads But Asses and Seats," <laughs> RadioactiveSuit.RedBubble.com. Always be plugging. So yeah, I uh, I would watch. I would probably watch Wish, Wishmaster again to be honest. <laughs> 
Because I fucking hated David. He's a fucking idiot. I will give Scanners 2 a fair amount of diggity. I agree with Philip that probably slight rise if it didn't have the good practical effects that it has. There were some things in it I really, really liked. There were some things in it that sucked. But overall, fair amount. I give Wishmaster 2, being that it's the second time that I've watched it in like three weeks. <laughs> uh, slight rise in diggity. It's there was not just good. clearly no reason for you to watch it again. <laughs> and you, yet you did. What would you have rated it had you not watched it an additional time? <laughs> Probably fair amount. <laughs> Maybe. Really low end. Like, really low end. I still like Scanners 2 better. And are you forgetting some of the shit that happened in it? Yeah, I mean, I did too. Or, well, no, I didn't. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. No, yeah, I, I like Scanners 2 better. But I didn't hate Wishmaster 2, but... There are some really bad things in it. You guys are tainted from the other Wishmasters. I'm pure. I'm pure of heart. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't have to cut my pinky off. <laughs> I'm going to give Scanners 2 a fair amount. I don't think it's very good. I don't think there's really any reason to watch it. But it's like, it's okay. It's a movie. It has some really good effects for some of the stuff. I love that one of your like Everything. positives is it's a movie. Like, that's always one of them. Be- it's a movie. Because... <laughs> Like, it's a movie, is it sitting at, like, like a 5 out of 10? Okay. Like, you want something above that or below that? This is, like, the only reason it's even remotely rememberable is because it has a couple good effects. You say rememberable? He said yeah. rememberable. <laughs> Memorable. I, I, I think if you're, if, you're, if you're venturing out into hardly any de- territory, you have to specify, is this an actual movie? Because sometimes it isn't. Right. And, like, that's kind of how I feel with, like, Wishmaster 2. The only reason Wishmaster 2 gets a slight rise and not hardly any diggity mm. is because of magic. <laughs> and, like, there's, a, there's, like, maybe one or two other scenes past that. Okay. But everything else about that movie is fucking trash. <laughs> okay. Wow. So. so you don't want to do 3 and 4 next week? No, absolutely not. I mean, not. too bad. <laughs> if you're picking 3 and 4, I'm not on that episode. <laughs> Pretty good. Damn. I just got one piece of feedback. This is from Jeremy regarding the Death Wish 2 podcast. He says, I love the line about meeting Jesus in Death Wish 2. I'm a big fan of that movie. A very good line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I misheard it, and I'm so happy that you talked about it. <laughs> You're going to meet him. <laughs> You're going to meet him. That might be the best acting you did in the whole fucking movie. Before I forget, Jeremy, thank you for speaking in class today. And for, your, <laughs> for, your, for your feedback. Always welcome all feedback. Please tell us. Um, we will put it on the show every fucking time. How Unless else Steven do we find out how it. bad we're doing? Yeah, people don't. Somebody's got to tell us that we're pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. We can't all just tell each other we're pieces of shit all yeah, the time. Exactly. Although it's we like, do. Yeah, I mean, but there's only so much we can do, though. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's been ten years. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Is, we get it. <laughs> we're not getting it. We're not able to suck each other dry the way we used to. <laughs> Somehow, Cheats is still surprised when we call him a piece of shit on the podcast. (laughs) I actually was about to shit talk Cheats a minute ago, and then I just didn't, because I was like, too much today. You somehow take the bait. You somehow take the bait and and allow him to just get away with it after however many years you've been involved with this podcast. Just tell him to fuck off and move on, man. Y'all pricks, fuck all three of you. He told me to fuck off last podcast, (laughs) Steven. Okay? He does routinely tell me to... He said, well, how about you fuck off? (laughs) Well, have you yet? I fuck off all the time. (laughs) 
That's all I do. We should fuck off right now. Yeah, we should. All right, guys. If you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, on TuneIn, on Spotify, on Amazon Music as well. Pretty much any other major podcast platform out there. Uh, if you want to send us some feedback, find us on Facebook uh, and on Instagram at Motion Picture Meltdown or on Twitter at MPM Podcast. Um, if you want to listen to some podcasts from friends of ours, check out Nerdonomy, uh, The Whiskey Reel, Sorry to Waste Your Time, and Code Yellow, A Scare Actors Podcast. I've been one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Bill the Kill Kong. Cheats, Magic Mickey, Limitus. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Smoke.